Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. The creator of the universe knows your name. To be on first name basis with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, I personally think it's awesome. Praise God. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, You Are Not a Grasshopper, You're a Giant Slayer. Speak the Word. Saints. In 1 Peter 5, 8, New Living tells us, stay alert. He said, watch out for your great enemy, the devil, because he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. His goal is to destroy us completely. Saints, we must fight. It is time that you serve notice on the devil. He no longer has a claim on you. He's already defeated. Jesus says he already defeated him. And the Bible says he led captivities astray and he defeated Satan. Are you hearing me? Let's get geared up. I think we need to get geared up and get ready to take back what the devil's stolen for us. That, that's what I think. You know, I had these questions. Has he stolen your health? It's time to take it back. Has he stolen your finances? It's time to take it back. Has he stolen your family? It's time to take it back. God has promised to restore the years the locust has eaten, and he will restore what Satan the termites eaten too. In Joel 2.25, in Amplified Classic, it says, And I will restore or replace for you the years that the locust has eaten, the hopping locust, the stripping locust, and the crawling locust, my great army which I sent among you. And verse 26 says, You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. He said, my people, and that's who we are. We're God's people. He said, we shall never be put to shame. This is God's promise to you. Start trusting his word that is true. We need to start exercising our power and our authority, and that's what we're doing. When God says something, we need to act on it. No more thoughts of doubt. No more negative talk. No more thoughts of failure and defeat. In Job 6.24, in the New King James, Job said, teach me, and I will hold my tongue calls me to understand wherein I have erred. In other words, Job was saying, teach me and I'll hold my tongue. He's saying, if I've been saying something, then I shouldn't be saying, teach me how not to do that and, and where I've erred and I won't do it anymore. And that's one of the things that the Lord has anointed me to do is to teach his word in a plain and simple way. You know, I teach the word. I'm a teacher. Sometimes it gets preaching, but I'm a teacher. That's what God anointed me to do. We all, we get anointed for different things. But just because I'm anointed to be a teacher doesn't mean that you as a believer have not been anointed too. We all have something to do. You know, it could be on your job or wherever you reach people. I reach people, even when I was on vacation, I was able to minister to people. And they would say, I sure did need that. You know, the Lord, you don't just walk up, but the Lord will impress upon you, you know, when you uh, do something. And I sent something. The other day I was in my uh, prayer time and the Lord brought uh, one of my nieces, great nieces across my mind that's been having some difficulty. And I was listening to this song and it was like, send this to her. 
you know. And so I hadn't sent her anything in a while, but I usually send her something occasionally. And so I sent her the song, and uh, and I told her, you know, that the Lord had put her on my heart this morning, and that I loved her, and that Jesus loved her too. And sometimes I would send her something. It might take a while to get something back, but that morning, a few mornings ago, it went like that. It came right back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She says, I really needed that today. You know, God knows what's going on with other people. We don't know, but God knows. But if we're listening and if we'll be obedient, we can be there for that person, you know. And David said in Psalms 39.1 in New King James, he said, I will guard my ways lest I sin with my tongue. He said, I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle. You know, I think about 1 Peter 3.10 where it says that if you want to live a good life, a good life, Watch your tongue. Watch your mouth if you want to live a good life. He said, your mouth gives life to the word, and the word is active and sharper than a two-edged sword, according to Hebrews 4.12. You must get control over your mouth and realize the power that is in your words. That's my job, is to help you understand the power that's in your words. For if you don't, Satan, the giant termite, and his army of demons will continue eating away at your life, stealing your health, your finances, and robbing you blind. They will. You know, he'll, he'll just keep robbing you, and as they say, eat your lunch and pop the bag. But <laughs> we used to do that in school all the time. I don't know. I don't guess kids take their lunch these days, but we used to take our lunch, you know, and then after we eat it, you know, we'd always pop the bag. And that's what Satan does. He's eating your lunch. He pops the bag. <laughs> And the only weapon that you have to defend and protect yourself and your family is the Word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit. You know, God's words are spirit and they're life, according to John 6, 63. His words are designed to turn your darkness into light. They're designed to bring healing to your body and to bring increase to your finances. When you continue to speak His Word, there is absolutely nothing that the Word of God can't do. Absolutely nothing. In Luke 18, 27, in God's Word translation, Jesus said, The things that are impossible for people to do are possible for God to do. In other words, there is nothing impossible for God. Some translation says, as a matter of fact, in some translation it says nothing, all things are possible. What's impossible for man is possible with God. He said, How are you going to take back what the enemy has stolen from you? You're going to speak and prophesy to your situation. That is what God told Ezekiel to do in Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14 in New Living Translation. God commanded Ezekiel to prophesy to those dead bones, and he tells us to do the same thing. In 1 Corinthians 14, 1 in the New Living Translation, it says, Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially, he says, the ability to prophesy. Because Ezekiel was obedient, God was able to raise up a mighty army from those dry bones. You know, I believe that God is waiting to raise up another army that will be obedient too. In 1 Samuel 17, 46 and 47, David prophesied to Goliath and saw his words come to pass. You know, we're all familiar with that. We're all familiar how David took out Goliath, but first he prophesied what he was going to do to him. He spoke out what he was going to do to Goliath. God promises to deliver you from anything that comes against you. And it's like David was saying, he prophesied, he, he said what he was going to do. He spoke it. And, you know, and this is another thing, you know, you think about the Israelites, you know, they didn't uh, remember too much about their history. 
you know, when uh, those spies came back in and told them there was no way they could get into the promised land because of all the giants and everything, you know, they forgot about the Red Sea. You know how God parted the Red Sea and took them through it. You know, the, they forgot about the um, manna that fell from heaven for all those years and fed them. They forgot about the water that came out of the rock. They forgot about all this. You know, they had a short memory where their history is concerned. And we do, too. I think that when we're having a difficult time, then we have to go back and bring back to our remembrance. And if we can't ask God and the Holy Spirit to bring back to our remembrance those things in the past that God has brought us through so we can get through this time. Because if we can remember those and we can recall those, then it'll increase our faith and make us stronger and we'll be able to get over that, leap over that wall or whatever. God promises to deliver you from anything that comes against you. In 2 Kings 17, 39, he says he will deliver you out of the hand of all of your enemies. And David said in Psalms 34 in the Amplified Bible, he said, I sought the Lord and required him of necessity and on the authority of his word. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Praise God. In Psalm 73, 26 in the King James, he said, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and firm strength of my heart and my portion forever. And it will, that, you know, sometimes it will fail you, but God won't. I think that at night when I go to bed, you know, I remind him that no evil shall come nigh me or any plague near my dwelling. For I dwell in the secret place of the Most High God and abide in the shadow of the Almighty in whose power no foe can withstand. And I remind him that he's my refuge, he's my high tower, he's my hiding place, and that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I, I remind him of those things and other things, you know, before I go to sleep at night, and that his angels are watching over me to make sure that I'm okay. <laughs> Friends, God sees you as more than a conqueror. He sees you, as I said before, as a mighty warrior wearing his armor. He does not see you as a grasshopper. He does not see you powerless. It doesn't matter that you may not look like much in your own sight or in the sight of the enemy. It doesn't matter what you look like to them. God doesn't see you that way. God has given you his word as your weapon, Ephesians six seventeen, And he wants you to pick up your sword, your tongue, and will the sword of the Spirit, which is His Word. Saints, you have to be quick to speak it, and you have to be quick to prophesy over your situation. As according to Romans 4.17, you know, that's what He's referring to. You call those things to be not as though they were. He wants you to be quick to speak them. You have to speak when the devil is trying to steal from you and defy him. You cannot stay silent when the enemy is putting those negative thoughts into your mind and you're dwelling on those. I, I heard a pastor say one time, and I, I use this when I think about it, that well, you need a bouncer at the door of your mind. You know, so when the enemy puts thoughts in there, you can just bounce them right out, you know, and just think on what you need to think on and think on the things that God tells us to think on, the things above and, and not all this other stuff. So you just need a bouncer up there, you know, to bounce it out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speak it. It won't work unless you speak it. <laughs> it is just like medicine. If you don't take it, it won't work. <laughs> Believe me, it won't. God showed me that the same thing is true when a person goes to church and feeds on his word but never acts on it. He says, just like the medicine, he says, going to do no good. God gives us his word, and then we must act on his word. 
It doesn't do you any good to come and sit under the Word and never take it to heart and act on it. You know, it's like, you know, the pastor whoever is ministering is up here just wasting their wind, you know, because he's preaching the Word, teaching you the Word, and he's teaching it so that you can get an understanding on so now you can go out and you can act on this next week. So take God at his word and he will take what Satan meant for your evil and turn it around and use it for your good and for his glory, just as he did for Joseph in Genesis 50, verse 20. And that's where he was talking about his brothers that had sold him into slavery. Most of us are familiar with that. In Genesis 50, 20, in the God word translation, it says, as for you, you thought evil against me, but... God meant it for good to bring about that many people would be kept alive as they are this day. You know, there's a lot of bad things that the enemy brings against you, but God will take it. He's, I know he's taken a lot of things for you, and he's taken a lot of things for me that the enemy meant for my harm and used it for my good and his glory. You know, and some of them I'm well aware of and some I'm not because he blesses us all the time, and we're not always aware of all the blessings because he blesses us all the time, from the time we get up till we go to bed and then even some. He blesses us, he keeps us asleep. <laughs> even if you don't think it will work this time, you know, you say, Pastor Joe, I've tried it, and I've tried it, and I've tried it. I've done that for a couple of days now, and it doesn't work. <laughs> Agree with God. You know, even if it don't work, agree with God's word and don't give up. You know, be like Peter was in Luke 5, verse 6. He said, maybe you didn't catch anything the last time you threw in your net, but hear the Lord encouraging you to throw it in again. You'll not be disappointed, he's saying. And he was revealing this to me um, when I was putting it together. He said, let them know that if they've tried before and it didn't work, whatever it is they've been trying to do, have them to throw their net in again. Whatever it is, he said, you won't be disappointed, whatever it is. That, that's a word of prophecy there. You know, throw it again and trust God to, to know it, that, you know, that he's telling the truth. You know, I have this friend, and I've noticed over the past several years that things failed a few times in his ministry. However, I've also noticed that he's like one of those big balloons that you blow up, you know. You see him at the service station sometimes, you know, big old people. And you knock it down, it comes right back up again. You knock it down, it comes right back up again. And that's what we're supposed to do. You know, any man knocks it, we go right back up again. And that's what he's done over the years since I've known him. You know, he gets knocked down, he gets right back up again. He keeps trying. <laughs> he doesn't give up, you know. It'd be like Kentucky Saunders. I think he he went to 999 somehow, you know, businesses trying to get him to buy his recipe for chicken. And maybe on a thousand time, they really did, you know, somebody bought his recipe. But if he had given up, and, and you know, he was already retired, I think living on Social Security, and all he had was that money. But he didn't give up, you know. Moses, you know, when he came out of the um, desert, he was 80. He didn't give up. He just, he just was getting started. You know, that's me. I'm just getting started, you know. <laughs> Praise God. I've also noticed that he's like one of those, like I said, like one of the balloons. But... You keep hitting it and knocking it, and it comes right back up again. That's my friend. And now things are going really well for him because he did not give up, but he kept trusting God. He kept trusting the Lord. And I could give you a few testimonies myself on how things failed, but you can't give up. we got to keep pushing forward. I could have given up over so many incidents over, even before I came to Virginia and got this ministry, before the, even the other ministry that the Lord blessed me with. I mean, you know, you... 
you have these things that come against you. But, you know, we need to understand that everything is a test. It's a test, you know. And so we're going to pass it, you know. We, we can do it. We're just being tested. And I'm glad that I passed a few of those tests because I wouldn't be here today. You've got to keep pushing forward, brothers and sisters. You can't let the devil get the best of you. Do you hear me? In closing, let me remind you of a few tactics of the devil. I was speaking earlier about how God will restore everything the enemy has eaten and destroyed. I think termites can be included along with the locust and other destructive insects. Saints, termites are uh, contradictory in nature with a body that's soft and delicate, yet strong enough to eat a whole house. I, I preached on that once, how the termites down in North Carolina had eaten half of my living room floor up and how it had gone unnoticed until the thing just about fell through. You know, their outward appearance disguises their destructive nature, much like Satan, when he disguises himself as an angel of light. In 2 Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15, in the Easy Read Bible, it says here, Paul was talking about false prophets and lying workers pretending to be apostles of Christ. In verse 14, it says, That does not surprise us because Satan changes himself to look like an angel of light. And in 15 in God Word translation, it says, So it's not surprising if his servants also disguise themselves as servants who have God's approval. In the end, they will get what they deserve. And so I'm going to try to keep my mouth and thoughts to myself because David says I've been critical. And I'm not as bad as I used to be, but <laughs> God's working on me. You know, he's working all of us. We, we have uh, some shortcomings. But if I see something on TV or whatever, I, I just go ahead and turn it off or flip it to another station, you know, because I know if I watch a couple of minutes of it, I'm going to say something. And, <laughs> and, and I know God doesn't like that. I, even if they're not right, he doesn't like that. You know, so I want to just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Anyway, there are a lot of false teachers and prophets that fit into that category, but God said he's going to deal with them. And so he said, uh, Pastor Joe, I didn't elect you to do that. And so saying Satan always presents sin to you as something pleasing and beautiful, and he presents false teachings as enlightening or life-changing, all to destroy you. He has to lie about what he lures you with, or you would never buy into his lie. Friends, I believe that we believers are the answer to put in the stop to what's been going on in our world, in our country. We are not grasshoppers. I say again, we are not grasshoppers. We are warriors of the Most High God, and we're more than overcomers, more than conquerors. And when it is the darkest, it is when our light is going to shine the brightest. Hallelujah. That's when our light needs to shine the brightest. Praise God. We shall not be like the ten spies who measure themselves by their own physical challenges, but we shall be like the two, Caleb and Joshua, who measure themselves by a different ruler. They measure themselves according to God and what God was able to do and couldn't do. He, they also believed God. See, when God promised them the promised land, Caleb and Joshua believed God. And so they were willing to go over there regardless because God said they could, you know, he was giving it to them. He didn't say there wouldn't be any obstacles in the way. When God called me into the ministry of Pastor Larry and any of the others, he didn't tell me there was not going to be any obstacles in my way. 
he just called me into it. But he didn't call me to do something that he wouldn't give me the courage and the ability to do. And he said he'd also qualify me, you know, and he has, and he still does. Thank you, Jesus. Like I said, Caleb and Joshua measure themselves by uh, God's abilities, not their own. You know, we all, I think, sometimes see ourselves as, um, we don't think of it as seeing ourselves as grasshoppers, but sometimes I think we do see ourselves as grasshoppers because we let the enemy intimidate us when the Lord calls us to do something, you know, uh, we let the enemy intimidate us, you know. He could say, well, you know, nobody's ever done that before. Or there, you don't have the education for that. Or you, you can't do that. Anything he can to intimidate you. And, and maybe you're not exactly a grasshopper, but you begin to feel like one. You take that intimidation that Satan's doing, you know, intimidating you, and then you won't step forward. He wants to get you to the point where you won't take that step of faith and do what he's asked you to do. You know, like I said, there are going to be some obstacles that get in your way. He, you know, he never promised you a clear path. He just promised that he'd never leave you. And he promised that he'd always be there. And he's always going back his word. He didn't promise their other. And he did promise there was going to be a good end. You know, in heaven, going to be a good end. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. We'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. That's J-O at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word. Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you, Father, for giving me strength and courage and boldness. I thank you, Father, that you continue to remove the spirit of fear of man off of me and replace it with the boldness of Jesus. 
I thank you, Lord, that you continue to give the people here that are listening online and here in the congregation a spirit of boldness and removing the spirit of fear of man off of them too, Lord, to give them that spirit of boldness to be able to step forth and know that you've got them covered on all sides, Lord. You've got their front sides and back covered, Lord, that there's nothing that... Um, you give them to do that they can't do because you know them better than they know themselves. So, Father, I pray that you will continue to speak to them and encourage them, Lord, and let them be like a Peter today, Lord. And if they have thrown something in, you gave me that word, Lord. And if they have not been successful before, give them the courage, Father. Grant them the courage and the boldness to toss their net in again, knowing that you are a God of your word, that you said, Father, that you're not a man that you should lie, but you're the that neither are you the son of man that you should change your mind, but you will never change your mind. You said, have I not spoken and has it not come to pass? So Lord, I thank you for your word, Lord, and I believe your word. And I believe that the ones that are listening are also believe in your word, Lord, and know that your word will never fail. You said none of your words have ever failed. Not any of your words have ever fallen to the ground and failed and was not successful. When you send forth your word, Father, it goes where you send it. And it always accomplishes what you send it out to do, and it never returns to you in void. In Jesus' name, we give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory. And may the word that they heard tonight, Lord, bless them in the days to come, Lord. And I pray when something comes up during the week, Lord, that some of the words that were spoken here tonight will come back to their remembrance. First, in Jesus' name, I praise you, and I thank you. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening, and join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God